0: there. Welcome back to Therapy Chat. I'm your host, Laura Reagan, LCSWC. And today I'm pretty excited because this is the 50th episode of Therapy Chat. It's September 15th and Therapy Chat came out on August 16th of 2015. So just 13 months ago, tomorrow actually. In that time, Therapy Chat has grown so much, and I'm really appreciative to all of you who listen. Thank you so much for listening, sharing your feedback, subscribing on iTunes, leaving ratings and reviews. All of those things have helped Therapy Chat grow to reach more people, and I am deeply touched by the messages I've received from people saying that Therapy chat has really made a difference in their lives. That's why I'm doing this, and I so appreciate hearing that feedback, because when you're podcasting, you know, metaphorically, you're in your closet with your microphone and your headphones and your computer, and you don't really know if anyone's listening. So to see the way it's grown has been very gratifying, and to hear that it's been helpful to anyone... Even one person is so huge to me, but I've heard that from multiple people. One thing I love to focus on with therapy chat is self-care. And so today, for our 50th episode, I decided to do something a little bit different. I had a blog post that I wrote last year where it was about therapists sharing their favorite apps for self-care, and it was really surprisingly popular. I mean, I was kind of shocked how popular it was definitely the most popular thing I've written. And so I thought, why don't I ask therapists to share their self care tips. And I heard when I was at podcast movement this year, I heard about SpeakPipe, which is a way to record a message on a website. And it goes right to an mp3. So it's a fun, quick and convenient way for people to share messages with their favorite podcast. So I asked my therapist friends to go on my website, therapychatpodcast.com, and leave me a message about their favorite self-care tips. And what they came up with was wonderful. There were tips about very practical things. There were sort of meta-concepts that were shared. And there was so much that it's going to be more than one episode. But I'm really happy to share with you today the responses that I received when I asked my therapist friends, and some I don't even know, to share their best self-care tip. And so you're going to hear a lot of tips, some of them more than one. Um, Even though I asked for one, they just kept on going because they couldn't stop. You know, self-care has been a concept that I've grown into understanding I first heard about it years ago, literally 14 years ago or so, when I was volunteering in a sexual assault crisis center. My wonderful supervisor, Kristen, who I love to give shout outs to, told us about how important it was to practice self care. And she would make sure, as a super supportive supervisor, that we did take time for self care. And especially when she could see that we weren't taking care of ourselves, she would basically say, You need to take some time off. You're not in trouble. It's because you deserve the rest and you don't have to be all things to all people all the time. You can take care of you also. And so that was super meaningful to me. And I talked about it in some previous episodes of Therapy Chat, but I've grown in my understanding over time as I've incorporated more mindfulness into my life and Self-compassion practice has become a regular thing for me. I understand that taking care of myself is not just something I should do so I can be better at my job or be better as a mom or as a wife. It's something that I should do because I deserve it. As a human being, I'm worth it. So with that in mind, I want to share a beautiful poem from Nayira Wahid. This is something that's really touched me, and after I read it, I'll talk a little bit about what it means to me now and how that's changed over time. Here we go. And I said to my body softly, I want to be your friend. It took a long breath and replied, I have been waiting my whole life for this. That's by Nayira Wahid. What that means to me has changed it used to mean I wish I could love my body and think of it as my friend. And that's still something that I'm working on. I think it's a lifelong journey in our culture to actually love our bodies, not just tolerate them or try to force them to be what we want them to be. But my body is strong and I'm healthy and it's alive. And I haven't been taken down yet. I haven't had a moment where I can't do anything anymore because my body shut down and that happens that happens to a lot of people it's going to happen to me at some point so for right now I'm going to appreciate it because it's there for me and even if it's not I'm going to appreciate it but while it is I really should appreciate it but it's deeper than that too What this quote means to me now is it's about connecting with my inner wisdom. I now realize after making mindfulness practice a part of my life and connecting more with my body so that I really understand the mind, body, and spirit connection. My body is where my wisdom is. My inner self that knows what's right for me and what's best for me And speaks to me if I would just listen is in my body so now I'm going to share with you my best self-care tip and it's just that tune into your body listen to your own inner wisdom it will tell you what you need to know and I laugh about this because I say this to clients all the time it's true for me I'll say, hmm, I need to tune into my body and listen to my inner wisdom. And I'll kind of close my eyes, take a deep breath, and try to go inward. And I'll ask my body, what do I need? And right away, I always get an answer. It'll be like, I'm thirsty, or I have to go to the bathroom, or I'm sad. And I'll always think, that's not it. It's so silly. Just slow down and listen to it. It is telling us something. So that's what this Nayira Wahid quote means to me now. Be interested to know what you think. Therapists, we've all had that moment. You wake up in the middle of the night. Oh my gosh, did I do my notes? Well, you don't have to worry about that anymore when you use therapy notes. in 15 minutes or less. So I highly recommend Therapy Notes. And don't forget, go to therapynotes.com and use promo code chat to get two free months. Now, I want to invite all of you who are listening to go to my website, therapychatpodcast.com, or you can get there through laurareganlcswc.com and click on podcasts. Go there and look for the little box with the green button that says, leave a message for therapy chat. I would love for you to share with me there. What's your favorite episode of therapy chat and why? You're limited to eight minutes in what you can record, and in your recording, please say whether or not you give me permission to post this on Therapy Chat, because I would love to share what people have found helpful on Therapy Chat in a future episode, kind of all gathered together, so that other people who are listening for the first time may hear that episode and say, oh, I'll check that other one out. That actually fits my interests. Likewise, you're welcome to go there and just send me a message about anything. You could tell me what you like, what you don't like. And if you want me to use that in a future episode, I may or may not, but let me know that on your recording. Or you can send me an email as well at laura at com. So let's go ahead and get started listening to the words of wisdom from many therapists I know and don't know and see if you can take away something that you can use. I have no question that something in this episode is going to be useful to you. So let's go ahead and get started. The first self-care tip you're going to hear is from Daniela Paoloni, LMFT. This is Daniela
1: Paoloni, LMFT, and my top self-care tip is to create a 5 or 10-minute daily morning practice where you're able to stop and smell the roses. So for me, that might be sitting outside while drinking my morning tea and just taking in the sights, sounds, and smells of my surroundings. And it really helps me to set the tone for the day where I feel more grounded, relaxed, and clear-minded to make important decisions.
0: You can find Daniela at www.westlakevillage-counseling.com. Our next self-care tip comes from Sarah Lightshue, who shares a practical way that you can implement self-care right now.
2: Hello, my name is Sarah m a M-A-L-M-F-T. My favorite self-care tip is to make self-care part of your everyday routine. For me, it's easy to make an excuse for putting off self-care and thinking like, I need to wait for the perfect time. I need to... Wait till my kids are asleep or otherwise occupied. I need to wait until I'm through with my to do list for my practice. And the reality is, that's just an excuse, and then I'll never make time for self care. And what I found to be more effective is to incorporate self care into my daily routine. So figuring out little routines that I can use when I'm at the office to make self-care part of that day or when I'm home with my kids, including them in my self-care routine instead of waiting for the time that they are occupied and I can just focus on myself. Um, For example, trying to exercise with my kids or another thing I like to do is get outside and enjoy nature and I bring my kids with me to do that and that kind of kills two birds with one stone because I'm doing things that I know um, help nourish my soul and attend to my self-care needs, but I'm also teaching my kids some of those practices as, as well. Um, in terms of how to engage in- Incorporate self-care at the office. I do things like, um, taking time to do deep breaths or meditation between sessions. Um, sometimes I will have like a little bottle of essential oils and focus on some deep breathing with that oil to kind of calm my body prior to going into the next session or the next task. So that's my self-care tip is incorporate self-care into your daily routine. Don't allow yourself to make an excuse, um, incorporate it into your routine.
0: Sarah is found at www.saralightshootcounseling.com. All of these web pages will be in the show notes, so don't worry if you miss it. Our next tip comes from Jessica Scales, LMFT. This is another very practical tip you can implement, and you will find Jessica Scales at www.nextleveltherapynw.com.
1: Hi, my name is Jessica Scales, and I am a licensed marriage and family therapist in the greater Seattle area. And my favorite self-care tip is we all have very busy schedules, and we um, seem to do a good job of scheduling all the to-dos, all the errands we need to run, the grocery shopping, the chores we need to do around our house. But we oftentimes forget to do Things that re-energize us and give us fuel so that we can um, take care of all those other to-do list items. So my favorite self-care tip is to actually schedule time to do things that give me energy, whether it is spending time with my loved ones or going to the farmer's market or sitting and having a cup of coffee even if it's just for a few minutes but making sure that I actually put that down in my schedule like I made an appointment with myself Um, so I hope
0: you all try it and see if it works for yourself okay now we're switching gears a little bit we're going deep the next tip comes from Susan Farrow LMFT who is also certified life coach and Susan is going to talk about one of my very favorite subjects self compassion. Susan talks about how self compassion can be implemented in your daily self-care practice and you can find Susan at consciouspathinc.com.
3: This is Susan Ferro, licensed marriage and family therapist and certified life coach. My favorite self-care tip is one that works wonderfully, but it's also something that many of us find so difficult to do. When we feel difficult emotions, sadness, grief, anger, loneliness, fear, our first impulse is often to protect ourselves from the pain, to not feel And we'll distract ourselves with anything we possibly can not to feel those really tough feelings. And yet those feelings can lay really heavily on us. It's as if they're perched on our shoulder. You can see them out of the corner of your eye. And avoidance makes it worse. My suggestion for self-care is to move toward those feelings instead. And you have to do this gently and with great self-compassion and kindness, turning toward what's there as best you can. And one of the best ways to do this is to simply just get quiet for a minute, sit, and close your eyes. And just allow yourself to tune into your body and notice what's there. That pain, the ache, the itch. You might even notice where your feelings are centered in the heart or the gut. All you need to do is notice. That's all. You don't need to change anything. But just noticing what's there in this moment and simply acknowledging it. If you can move in a little more deeply, then do that. If that feels too overwhelming, then take a breath and open your eyes, remembering that this is done with huge self-compassion and understanding that the only way to deal with the feelings is actually to allow yourself very gently to move through them, and come out the other side.
0: I love that. Next, we're going to move to a simple self-care tip from Rachel Goodman, MFT. This is something you can do anytime, anywhere.
4: This is Rachel Goodman, MFT. My self-care tip is when you feel compelled to help someone else, ask yourself if you want some of that for yourself as well. Sometimes when we want to help other people, we're actually needing the very thing that we're offering. And often that has to do with taking care of ourselves. Take care. Rachel Goodman
0: is at rachelgoodmanmft.com. I love this next tip from Rebecca Wong, LCSWR. Rebecca shares a sensory experience in her tip. So when you're listening, you can notice how Rebecca is grounding using her sensory experience while she tells you about the tip and you can do the same thing.
4: Hi, this is Rebecca Wong over at connectfulness.com. I'm a relationship therapist and a consultant to other therapists. And one of my favorite forms of self-care is to take long wandering walks With my dog, you can probably hear a little bit of wind right now. And that's because that's actually where we are. We're standing in the middle of this gorgeous field with tons of flowers. I see pink flowers and yellow flowers. I think I might even see some blue flowers, certainly some white ones. The leaves on the trees are just starting to change, fall. You can almost smell it in the air. And there's a huge herd of cows with a bunch of baby calves and um, a few herding dogs right in front of us. And my dog is just infatuated with watching these cows move around. Um, the clouds are pillowy and white. The sky is great blue. There is just gorgeous cliffs shine, um, right in front of us. And I'm just kind of taking this in and feeling the cool air on my skin. Um, this is one of my favorite things to do just to get outside and wander around. No intention, no place to go, just get out and explore. I love to also listen to podcasts sometimes and just let my mind open up a little bit more. Think of some new ideas, while I'm out on these walks and I love getting lost and that's not just not while we're walking, but I love getting lost in, in podcasts. I love getting lost in thought, in writing, in journaling, in meditation. I love getting lost in the shower because it's one of my, it's one of the most sensory places to get lost. Um, And I really enjoy playing. My dog is really great at collaborating with me and pulling me back into play. Often, often between sessions, she'll bring me her toys and ask me just to engage in a little game of fetch. Um, and that's just a really great way to connect. Play is perhaps one of the best things that we can do. And it really brings us back into ourselves, into our bodies, into our relationships. And so these are some of my favorite things to do. Some of my favorite ways to, um, to play and to connect and to take care of myself. Um, watching these tiny baby calves right now. And they are just, it's just so cool. I I wish I could share a picture of this with you, but hopefully my words, um, have shared a little bit. So anyway, I hope that this inspires you just to get outside and explore a little more and find some new ways to, um, to jump into your self-care. Take care.
0: You'll find Rebecca at connectfulness.com. Next, we have Nicole Burgess LMFT who has a podcast called launching your daughter that she did not mention when she checked in.
1: This is Nicole Burgess, licensed marriage and family therapist. And my favorite self care tip is to unplug, not look at social media um, stuff on the weekends and to unplug from some of the electronics for at least a few hours and to be out in nature or go sit out on the back porch and just listen to the birds and the breeze just to unwind and disconnect.
0: You can find Nicole at NicoleCBurgess.com. Stacey Steinmiller, LCSW, shares how you can multitask and get your self-care in.
1: Hi, Laura. This is Stacey Steinmiller. I am a licensed clinical social worker and owner of Authentic Self-Counseling, and I practice in Rochester, New York. I'm signing in here to share my favorite self-care tip, which is more like a practice. I enjoy exercising outside with friends. Doing these three things together helps me to be very efficient in my self-care practice. Exercising gives me a sense of accomplishment. It obviously is good for my physical health and gives me a sense of strength and resilience. I find that I can do things that I didn't think I could do with exercising. I like to do it outside as much as possible um, to spend time in nature, which I find to be grounding and balancing. And of course I get a good dose of vitamin D as well, which is hard to get in Rochester, especially in the winter time. I enjoy exercising outside with friends. This gives me a sense of belongingness, a sense of community, love, shared interest, and just caring for one another and being passionate about what we're doing outside moving and just being present with each other. In addition to doing these things, I know you asked for one, but I have one more thing to add in that I find important as well, is that I also eat a plant-based diet. I find this important as a trauma therapist about what I'm putting in my body, where the food is coming from, And to eliminate any suffering in the process of that, it gives me a sense of loving kindness, of nourishment in my body. And this is how I take care of myself. By doing these things, it helps me to be present in my work with my clients and present in my personal relationships and gives an overall sense of well-being and health, both physically and mentally. So, that is how I practice self-care. All right, thanks so much for doing this, Laura.
0: You can find Stacy Steinmiller at www.ascounseling.com. Thank you so much for listening to this first compilation episode of self-care tips from therapists and there will be another possibly more than one more so I'd love to know what you think of this and if you found it helpful feel free to get in touch with me as I mentioned you can find me at therapychatpodcast.com I would love your feedback you can send me a message through speakpipe on that webpage or just send me an email at laura at laura Reagan, Thank you for helping Therapy Chat get to 50 episodes. I'm looking forward to the next 50 and all the exciting things that are happening with Therapy Chat. Until next time, I hope you are taking gentle care of yourself. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Therapy Chat Podcast with Laura Reagan,
1: LCSWC. For more information,
0: visit Laura's website at www.laurareaganlcswc.com.